0: You are listening to Life Skills One Hundred and One podcast by True North Homeschool Academy and Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. True North offers live online classes, clubs, ebooks, and more. You can find out more about our classes at TrueNorthHomeschoolAcademy.com. Lisa Nearing, our host, has homeschooled for over thirty years. She's a veteran educator, blogger, and public speaker. Now, without further ado, our host. Hey, everybody, it is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy, and I am here once again with Life Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. I am super excited to be introducing you to one of True North's newest teachers, Emma Cummings, and Emma is from Scotland. You're going to love her accent, and she is actually um, one of our science teachers. So this year, she's teaching physics, and in the fall, she's going to be teaching some junior high science classes. Um, and your kids are going to just really love some of the stuff that she's going to be teaching your kids. We're here to talk about the science today because she's a scientist. So Emma, thanks for joining me. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. So Emma, you're in Scotland and that's where you're from, correct? And so yes. I, and you went to born, the, and you, born and bred. Born bred. I love <laughs> it. Um, why did you decide to go into physics um, and study that professionally? I think well I always loved
1: science from being a really little girl I was always I was one of these kids that always asked a billion questions about everything and I grew up climbing trees and kind of playing in rivers and loved nature loved I loved the idea of when I was very little loved the idea of wearing a white coat and being like one of these mad scientists <laughs> making experiments and setting things on fire and all of that and so when I got to high school, I just really naturally gravitated to the science department. Mm. And um, as our and in in the UK, we kind of the system is as you get to about 14, you start to narrow down your um, subjects that you're going to study and take exams in. And I just chose everything to do with science. I did as much science as I possibly could. And um, I think through my childhood I went through every possible science option that you could possibly have I wanted to be a biochemist for as long as I could could can remember and then I wanted to be um I wanted to be a doctor but I wanted to be a doctor who did medical research oh. work in a lab um and then also wanted to be uh, an, astro- an astrophysicist, an astronomer. Never really wanted to be an astronaut and go into space, but I wanted to study mm. astronomy because I loved, I loved the stars. I would always be in the winter, my dad and I would go stargazing and, and it just, I lo- I, I just always, always fascinated me. And I think by the time I got to the very end of high school, I had kind of gone through them all and ended up on physics. <laughs> so I
0: ended uh, up <laughs> <laughs> for those of us who are not like that exact in our thinking or maybe struggle with math at the higher levels or even the lower levels just naturally being drawn to physics seems like this is it's kind of laughable right because it's not it's not something everybody could do um, well I think the maths was one of the things that led me
1: to physics I actually really really struggled with maths through school Hmm. um in my primary school years I was very much an average math student I wouldn't do well in times table tests I've I've got mild dyslexia so my working memory wasn't great so trying to remember maths facts was I just didn't do it very well and I hated it Ah, I really hated it I found it so boring and just Oh, I just, I just couldn't, I just didn't connect with maths at all. And then when I got to my kind of mid, and and we don't, we have primary school, then when you're um 12, you go to high school, and that's high school until 17, 18. Mm-hmm. So halfway through high school, I suddenly had this realisation, if I didn't get better at maths, I would never be able to go to university and study science. Because to do any kind of degree in science in the UK, you have to have a good pass at maths.
0: Right.
1: So I kind of knuckled down and started to really grapple with maths. And over the course of a year, I discovered I actually really enjoyed it. And once we got rid of all this, the kind of the the arithmetic and long division and all, all of that stuff and it became much more conceptual and like the trigonometry and geometry I thought I actually really enjoy this but in my mind I'm thinking I'm bad at maths Ah. I'm a bad math student I got to our equivalent kind of SAT would in Scotland would be higher Mm -hmm. so I got to higher level and I did and I got into the top maths class at higher level but I'm still thinking I'm really bad at maths my mum my parents actually employed a math tutor for me. And she was like, You don't really need a math tutor, you can do all this. And so by the time I got to my final year at high school where we picked what we're gonna study, I was now loving maths and completely I ended up winning the school award for my year group as being the best best math student.
0: Wow, that's I awesome. I completely
1: turned it around from being a really failing maths to being the best in, in
0: my year and that's, that's really encouraging i i can we just pause for a minute cuz i think yeah. this story is super encouraging for those people who are homeschooling kids and they're just at this point where they their kids hate math they're not good at it they're struggling and your story just kind of says hey give it a couple years and then the mm-hmm. kids need to really be motivated to do math in a way that's practical to them and then all of a sudden they can, I, I think it it talks about our brain maturing and just yeah. having some motivation because math is so abstract, right? Mm. And and if you can tie it into something concrete, it just, all of a sudden it's just a vehicle. <laughs> so I, I love, I love that you shared that. That's super, super encouraging.
1: And because I then had this love of maths, physics and maths, they just go together. Yeah. Their physics is basically applied maths. Right and um i almost did, i almost chose to do mathematics pure mathematics at university um but i was still thinking i'm not good at maths
0: wow <laughs> i'm good
1: at science so i did I, my, my my actual degree is in mathematical physics
0: oh okay wow mathematical because,
1: physics because um as i got to university i realized i'm a really bad experimentalist <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a particular type of person isn't yeah, it?
1: <laughs> it really is michael faraday i'm not michael faraday <laughs> famous has been one of the greatest experimental physicists ever to have lived um and i, I don't think i'm i just don't think i'm that detail orientated enough to be yeah. able to really pull off these these really great um experiments but i like but as i the more i studied the wonder of how the maths marries with the the practical, real life concrete ideas of physics just blew my mind. Mm. I, I remember being a teenager, and you'd hear people talk about, oh, I looked at the sunset, and I could see the glory of God. And I knew there was a creator because of this beautiful sunset or this beautiful mountain scene. I looked at maths and thought, wow, there's a creator in this world because of the beauty and the elegance of of the maths that explained how wow. the universe came together and worked.
0: That is really that's really neat. I I love how ordered God is. And there's math all throughout the Bible. If you look at Job, yeah. it it talks there's a lot of math and physics in Job, even one of the oldest Ooh. books on record. So I love that you equate math with really seeing God's wonder and order. And we just want to share a couple, um, a couple ideas about why it's so important to study science and really math. Um, and as you were talking, I, cause I was like sitting here going, I know you're teaching a whole bunch of classes next fall, but what are they? I should have written them down before we started. You are going to be teaching astronomy. And I'm really excited that we're going to be offering that because astronomy is so, um, it's kind of an often overlooked class for homeschoolers. But it's just it's just such an amazing study for kids to do um, and something that they can really just hold on to throughout their life. It can be a great hobby that they can just really build on. So I'm super excited you're going to be offering astronomy and you'll be teaching math as well. And you've been doing some math tutoring for us. So, um, yes, yeah, so if you guys have any math or science needs, call us. we got you covered. Um, but you came up with a couple of really great reasons why kids should study science. Um, And I think that it kind of bleeds, it blends into math as well. Why study science and math? Well,
1: firstly, on a very practical note, studying science and maths, it really engages with those um, logic, logic skills, those analytical skills that are essential. They're so, they can be taken into any sphere of life. Mm-hmm. It really trained your brain to think in a very, very particular way. A couple of years, it was pre-COVID in our um, home ed co-op that we have here, I actually took a class in mathematical thinking. Mm-hmm. And it was just these skills of looking at a problem, a, math, a, a essentially a maths problem, and how to actually pull it together and the logic skills involved. And it was just such it really engaged so many students who at first they were all like oh it's a maths class (laughs) but even my my own daughter was in the class and it's something even now I'll pull on when when I'm teaching her maths I'll say remember that these are the skills for um, unpacking this problem that you've not you don't know how to to deal with and both maths and, and science really do that it really it brings in this understanding of the logical ways in which the world works, because the, the, the world in which we live in is all different. It's all systems. You look at a cell and how a cell works and operates, and how that then works with the other body systems. They they all come together and work in a symbiosis, mm-hmm. and that then can that that you take that to the different scales to. So the chemical world and how atoms and molecules all bond together and then the physical world and out into the, the, the galaxies. It's all, they all work in these very logical, well put together, mach- almost like machines. Mm. And by studying them, you get such an, an insight. I think you really get an insight into the, the mind of God as someone who is, or God is a creator who is, Logical and analytical, and he has he has order, and he puts things in place in such a beautiful and precise way. And Mm. by studying science, you get yeah, you get you get those practical skills, but then you also get this wow effect at the the glory of 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 our amazing God who Mm. has brought this together, Mm -hmm. and um, it just it still it it excites me. I I just I get really excited. Teaching pretty much any science and teaching maths because it just you you're dealing with the things of eternity you're dealing with the things of God because he created it they came out of the mind of God, and it's just it's just beautiful and I find the how they all everything just comes together we we can kind of differentiate science into biology, physics, chemistry mathematics, but they're all. They're all one. You can't really unpack one without straying into, into the others. We were teaching, um, I've been doing physics this, this last semester and we were doing um, heat physics, but that then strays into thermodynamics, which takes you into the world of chemistry. And you can't pull them apart and say, oh, no, that's physics, this is chemistry, because they all work together and they're just, it's just really exciting. Yeah. And finally, it's just fun it's yeah. just it's really fun it's just I, I I, yeah I love doing although I'm not good at experiments I do like I do keep persevering and I I like something that's got a bit of explosive trying to make rockets and set things I love on it. fire I love I it. Walking, my husband walked in the other night and I was do, I was putting up a class for again our, our, our home ed co-op and I was going to explain to them why different things burn at different colors. And I had all these things on the table and I was burning them all and it was in the dark.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and your, is your husband a scientist? No, he's a gardener. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a type of science, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think my daughter would love to come study with him, honestly. Um, so, but he's not the blow up and set things on fire type of.
1: Oh, he's, he's assisted me he's assisted me a few times he's, he let me his blowtorch once to take co to up to
0: burn magnesium with that is awesome way to be a homeschooling couple i mean teamwork right yeah i love how you were talking about um just science and math helps kids understand patterns and um i think that's so important just going back to the problem solving and thinking skills In education right now, executive functioning skills is like a hot topic, and one of the best ways, I think, to teach executive functioning skills is by teaching math and science and inductive and deductive reasoning, which Mm -hmm. science really gets to the heart of, Um, and, and also it just teaches patterns, and one of the best ways to teach executive functioning is for kids to understand patterns which is a type of organization. And that that's really the heart of executive functioning skills is how to organize and how to manage a lot of moving parts. So one of the best ways to address those issues is really by studying science and math in in just a logical sequential way. Um, and some of the, some of the methods now are just crazy in some of the, in some of the public schools. I read a book this last month about how, um, in some parts of America, they're trying to take the scientific method out of science study, and it's more about how the kids feel about the experiment, and that is really antithetical to this the whole study of science. Um, it
1: really is. Yeah.
0: So, I, I the scientific method, in my opinion, should be a must study for your kids in elementary school, mm-hmm. at least by junior high. They, if they understand what the scientific method is, that's going to help them in all all areas of study. <laughs> even if it's english <laughs> because it's going to give them a really logical sequential way of of managing and understanding things that come out at them and we live in a really complex world right now when I mean, you're talking about physics which in my mind is a complex science study area study but i think just with covid and you're you're kind of in a different part of the world than than most of our listeners probably are but you guys have had you guys have had your own set of of serious complications all of us have and and science can be a, a way to like see your way through some of that complication and just a b c um even in the most even in the most advanced science is it's pretty sequential and logical mm-hmm. and it's it, it just teaches our kids that everything really is outable that you're not yeah. stuck
1: <laughs> i think it also gives you a, a comfort and no one in the last year, just nearly two years we've been in COVID, isn't it? Two years.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow.
1: And you're trying to just grapple with everything that's been happening. And because I'm involved in our, um, our, our co-op and also our local homeschool group, trying to navigate the different restrictions in, in, in our area, which, seemed, which for a while seemed to almost change every day. And we might be about to go back into that because they're seriously thinking of ramping them up again and trying to read through all the government guidelines. And are we allowed to meet? If we do meet, what are we allowed to do? What are we not allowed to do? And it became just really quite stressful and just it's just not nice. Just, oh, just I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah. And I would go and do some work with maths for, for 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 my daughter and it would be like oh good maths is always maths <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like right it's it's just it it's just there it doesn't it doesn't change because of wherever we some whatever politics is going crazy it's just it's just nice and dependable it's nice and um, dependable. I which agree. also meet, makes that the political element that you were just talking about how they want to change the scientific method and I've, I've read as well they want to do similar things in maths it's about well it feels I, I don't I cannot comprehend how that even works because it just doesn't one add one is always going to be two
0: yeah Unless we're going to go back to the medieval world when, when there's a lot of superstition and unknowns, because th- that's one of the great things about really understanding math on a general level where so many people have access to math and science is that mm-hmm. there are so many knowns that we can all agree on. Um, yeah. And, and so that, yeah, if you want educated kids, they really need to know math and they really need to know science and the scientific method and the functions of math. Um, so. Um for those of us who are maybe not like math oriented and, and we don't, maybe, maybe we're not like going, I'm bad at math, but maybe we're just going, well, there's just only so much math I can learn. And now my head is full of recipes and getting the kids where they need to go and working my part-time job while I am school and all those kind of things. Is it still doable for your kiddos to go through science in high school, even if they're not like really super mathy? What are your thoughts on that?
1: I think so, and it also depends on where they want to what they want to do with it. Um, physics, you can go so far with, with not much maths, mm-hmm. but physics is very maths orientated. But biology isn't maths orientated, so there's you can um, although I know in in the UK my son's doing maths. Um, um not math, biology for um for one of his, his exams in a couple of years' time. And you still need to have an understanding of percentages and being able to read a graph and but these but you don't expect to do any calculus.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Um so there is an element of mathematical thinking, but not really deep, mm-hmm. complex maths and mm-hmm. i think now there's so many resources out there to really help um right. to home educate through through mm-hmm. sciences and through maths to higher levels mm-hmm. even looking um i've got um i've got six kids and i've got four older ones and they're from well my old daughter will be 17 in a couple of days time and then down to a 10 year old boy and then i've got a gap and i've got two little girls who four and two so I'm now thinking about the four-year-old because she's just starting to she wants to learn her numbers and she's wanted to learn her letters and even in that short few years the number of different maths programs that have come up which I didn't have a few years ago I'm really impressed that there's so much more out there because mm-hmm. I found when I, when I first started I actually found primary school maths was the hardest thing to find good mm-hmm. resources for um and I, I think I've tried everything like no this doesn't work this doesn't work um it took me a long time to find things that I was really happy with but there's so much more I think that people have really recognized there's a need and there's a market Mm -hmm. and, um, even going into high school, there's so much more than there used to be.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's so many good free online resources now, even in the last five years uh, with online education, just exploding. Um, there, there are so many free resources for people. Um, so yeah, that's a, that is a great point that, um, We used Khan Academy for math, but it wasn't our main source. It was when we couldn't figure out a concept, we'd go to Khan and just look up Mm -hmm. that concept and watch the videos and kind of get through that and then go on to the next thing. So there's a lot of resources like that out there.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. And not, a lot of resources as well that teach the whole um, the idea of mathematical thinking, thinking, and that logical, and analytical
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, processing that is so fundamental to, to what you were saying the, um, yeah. to, our, to our lives and how we we then look at the world. there's been a, there's been so much under um, so much education and research into these ideas that there, there's good quality resources. Um, univ- um the University of Cambridge. Has put together wonderful free resources called Enrich, and they have graded um, exercises for children right through from age five, four, four, five, right through to seventeen, eighteen, where they can. There's lots, lots of I um just problem solving, to, and all the different areas of mathematics to to engage the brain. Mm-hmm. That are and it's just a fantastic resource
0: yeah that's that's exciting um so i really um i really think logic should play a part in your math and science education mm-hmm. for your kids fallacies are a great place to start and then informal logic and then moving into formal logic and there's a difference between um math based logic and 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 english based logic both are super important cuz again it just gives your kids it gives your kids tools to figure things out, to get to truth and validity and to understand how to just keep moving forward in life. Um, And I think, you know, right now, a lot of people are feeling really stuck just with like political stuff. Are we going to do this? We're going to do that. Is this mandated? Is that not mandated? And like you said, math and science are always math and science and they're they're enjoyable. They're fun. It's a great way to discover the world and the universe. Um, And it teaches uh, problem solving. And I love how you said it awakens wonder of creation and the creator, Um, which is, yeah, all the scientists that I know, they're they're just like, they're just like, wow, look at this. I kind of live with a scientist and he is, he really, he can just like analyze to the nth degree. Like he can just analyze, 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 analyze down. But he's just so full of wonder about being the majesty of God, and that's exciting, you know because mm-hmm. um, it encourages the rest of us that are not maybe that analytical <laughs> so yeah
1: and I think this is a whole misconception that to you can you can't be a scientist and believe in God oh, yeah. and it dismantles that whole idea that no God created everything. All of all of the laws of physics and all the law, all the mathematics, he created it. So to engage with it, you're creating with the, yeah. with the things of God. Yeah, and that that and it's a lie that says that you can And being able to have people that can dismantle that lie and say, no, you can have both, and you should have both. They should not be separated.
0: Right. Well, and I think I think that is so much propaganda because if you really Talk to scientists. There's every bit as many scientists who are just full on believers in Christ as there are detractors and are atheists. So I just honestly think there's so much propaganda trying to take over and co-opt the scientific field and the math field um, and and make it political like so many other fields, because really, um, yeah, there's so much wonder to be found and joy to be found in science and math. Um, And that's really sad
1: that it's been made political.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, there shouldn't, it, it's ridiculous, <laughs> but we should probably leave ridiculous for another conversation. I might get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remind me, remind the listeners, what classes are you teaching in the fall 2022? Because I'd love for them to know and I'll link them in the show notes.
1: So I'm doing, um, junior high physics and biology, senior high astronomy, and some math classes. So, trick and calculus, yep. and elementary.
0: Yes, and I think junior high, geometry, and trick and calc, and and we sound like we don't know what we're talking about. It's all on spreadsheets, <laughs> very ordered spreadsheets, um, but and I'll link them all in the show notes, and again, super excited about this in your astronomy. You don't, you're not requiring kids to have math for that, correct? No. Okay, so that'll be a really fun class, and the biology and physics for junior high kids, we do have some ninth graders and 10th graders in that this year. Um, and you're super excited about that. We, we offered it this year. I wasn't sure it would be a very popular class, but it was a really popular class. And you're excited about it too, because you're like, yeah, so many people don't think of bio and physics as going together and they're so hand in hand. So super excited to have your expertise coming to that class for our kids. And then, of course, you'll be teaching geometry and trig and pre-calc. And then you'll be doing the junior high math math classes as well. So super excited to have you on board. I love your accent. All the kids who have classes with you are like, oh my gosh, she's got the best accent. <laughs> but I promise everyone listening, we hired her for more than her accent. She knows her stuff. <laughs> yeah, super excited to have you on board, Emma. Um, so are you guys all gearing up for Christmas in Scotland? Is it like in we full bore there?
1: <laughs> we are. We're getting all ready. I've got. So we've got. Off the Christmas, but we've also got a 17th birthday
0: this week oh, as well in our house. Congratulations. Yeah. That's kind of a big birthday. It is. My baby's getting very big. <laughs> I know it goes fast, doesn't it? Super, it really super does. fast. Yeah. Well, thank you for chatting with me today. I really appreciate it. And you guys, if you have any questions about Emma's classes or anything else we offer at True North, you can always reach out to us. Check the website out at True Thanks a lot, Emma. Thank you. It was lovely chatting. You too. Thank you for listening to Life Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age, by True North Homeschool Academy and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please help us by sharing and subscribing. If you are interested in learning more about Lisa Neary and True North Homeschool Academy, go to truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com and look up our Facebook page, True North Homeschool Tribe. Thank you.